Hey family, Genesis chapter 27 verse 35. But he said, your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. Those agonizing words I liken to a sunny sky suddenly overshadowed by the gloom of gray clouds when a son found out that his own father had been deceived into giving away his blessing and signed him to a lifetime of inferiority. With this, I advise you, beware of the deceiver. Webster's revised unabridged dictionary defines the deceiver as one who deceives, one who leads into error, a cheat, or an imposter. To be aware of such a disposition, one needs to understand his M.O. I'm using the masculine pronoun because deception has its origins in one devious character, and that is Satan. So while the deceiver can show up in miscellaneous disguises, we should never forget who he is in actuality. Let's look at some of the things that the deceiver will do in order to deceive you. Number one, verse 18 to 19, we see the deceiver presenting himself as one who has been long awaited. He preys on your desires and the subject of your waiting. Here we see that Isaac was waiting on Esau and he was desiring the savory food. The deceiver came as a false fulfillment of the two. So watch out when you're waiting. There's a reason why Jesus didn't just take his disciples to wait with him in the garden. No, he told them to watch and pray. So as you wait for something, whatever it is you're waiting for, you need to watch and pray because that's an opportunity for the deceiver to pounce. Number two, the deceiver will always capitalize on your faith and use a language familiar to you. In verse 20, we see that Jacob used Isaac's belief in God's providence to lull his initial discernment. It's crazy that Isaac, though his flesh was failing him, somehow had a feeling that something was off. I love how God always speaks to our conscience and tells us that there is something off. And those are feelings that we should never, ever, ever ignore. When you feel something is off, it's because it is off. Number three, the deceiver will always come at you at a time where your flesh is what you're depending on. Look at verse 21 to 23. It tells us that Isaac wanted his physical senses to make sense of what he was discerning. Please, 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 please never depend on your flesh or your soul for direction. Keep all things in the spirit realm as a spirit child of God. The devil plays very well in the realm of the flesh and the emotions. So when your flesh is on high, your emotions are on high, you should watch out because that's an entry point for deception. Number four, the deceiver is in nature a pathological liar. Never try to solicit the truth from the deceiver. There is no truth in the deceiver. None at all. You know, after going against his discernment and blessing Jacob anyway, Isaac wanted to appease his conscience by asking the deceiver for the truth. Never ask the deceiver for the truth because you will get the opposite. After deceiving you, the deceiver will always try to make you feel like you have done the right thing. You have made the right choice or acted reasonably. 
beware of that false sense of righteousness because it's usually followed by a deep darkness and a feeling of unretrievable loss. Once you have been deceived, the deceiver will lead you to self-destruction because he didn't just come to steal your blessing and kill your conscience. He came to destroy you in everything good that was supposed to come from your existence. But I love the ray of hope presented in verse 40. It says, by your sword you shall live and you shall serve your brother. Oh, all these consequence, consequence after consequence. But they do have an expiration date. A date you get to choose. The rest of the verse says that it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. Perhaps you've been deceived and have strayed far away from a place called home. That you have suffered consequence after consequence after consequence to a point where you have become a willing participant in the process called destroying your future. It is time to be restless. I love the New Living Translation. It says that when you decide to break free, listen, your freedom is a decision away. The best decision in your life is the decision to break free from everything that has been keeping you from your blessing and your place in your father's house. Every sin, every pattern, every deception. You know what? Let's pray. Let's pray this prayer. Dad, it is your will for me to be free. I claim back my freedom. I invite Jesus to lead me in a new life of truth and obedience to God. Forgive my sins and help me to live disassociated from my old ways. Create in me a new heart, O oh God. I even forgive, O oh Father, those that I have blamed for deception in my life, oh God. I now understand who the true deceiver is. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that as I heal through your supernatural power, that you set me free, oh God, from the spirit of bitterness and anger towards them. Oh Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you help me to walk with pure eyes open, with ears opened, with spiritual senses heightened, that I may know my surroundings and I may know when I am encountering the deceiver. I thank you for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. This was Spirit Talk. My name is Leo Seguere.